0: Hello race fans and welcome to the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. Your host is champion driver Wayne Johnson who will be telling the stories and talking to the people that make the sport of sprint car racing great.
1: Five four three two one. Go.
2: Hey guys, Wayne Johnson, Wednesdays with Wayne, episode 48 back home from mexico you don't have to listen to no reruns no more uh we got all our vacationing out just so everyone knows 10 days is too long to be on vacation for me anyway
3: well is it because you were on vacation for 10 days or that you put your phone in the pool on the second day and you had no contact with the outside for eight days
2: actually that made it better
3: once you grieved the loss of your phone Maybe it did make it better
2: You grieved I didn't grieve
3: Well, the second part of that Is that I put your SIM card In my phone And then it killed my phone So we were both Without anything
2: Who told you not to do Who told you not to do that
3: You I was trying to be helpful But you did it anyway You don't listen Okay You
2: don't listen, Linda Never
3: (laughs) Never going to be helpful again
2: Don't listen, Linda
3: Okay But vacation was good
2: Yep, we got through Christmas That's all good I hope everyone Had a great Christmas Uh, New Year's is a day away, and guess what? 2021, right around the corner. Well, be, be looking out for uh, Wayne Johnson Racing Page. We're going to release the 2021 paint scheme on New Year's Day. So,
3: Well, breaking news.
2: Keep that uh, in mind. Keep, keep your eye out. And uh, I think Sarah's doing the drawing.
3: Today at noon, we will draw for the winner of the 100 reviews the crew shirt
2: yeehaw she made it to 100 guys what a what a challenge we made it (laughs) but uh now glad to be back from uh mexico and back working in the shop this week and billy really been getting with it uh we got a new crew guy zach patterson local kid that races uh 305s 305s around here he's going on the road with us next year and you know he's been he's worked in the shop a couple times now and He doesn't really start full-time until Monday, January the 4th, but uh, glad to have Zach on board. Uh, Long-time crew crew guy, uh, Connor Nelson, of uh, nine years, uh, decided to go home and work a real job. So anyway, breaking in Zach, uh, John Boy's still around, so just trying to get everything done and get ready to go. Uh, About four weeks away, and still got a lot of work to do, but uh, we'll make it. Got our new truck and trailer pretty much outfitted now, and eventually we're going to do a uh, like a video tour of the inside the trailer to see how it's all laid out. So that's coming soon. Just uh, weather's got to cooperate, and we got to get everything in there. We're not quite done, but uh, that's coming soon.
3: I do have an update from when we were gone. You did not go all season without a future win.
2: Oh, brother!
3: Because we went to the RC track on Saturday. And you drove pop bottles. What car is that? It was like a...
2: sportsman sp- Sprint.
3: Sprint car at Mojo Hobby and won the feature. So, Woo-hoo.
2: yeah. Winner, winner, What'd that pay? Millions. Got the biggest cup. You got the
3: biggest trophy ever.
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's always fun to go check out uh, Mojo's. Uh, me and Tyler uh, just had a boy's day together and spent it at Mojo's. So it worked out.
3: Yeah, had a good time racing RC cars. And
2: he finished on the podium in his group, so that was cool.
3: Yeah, it was good. but So we're not winless this season, well, even if whatever. it's in an RC car. Whatever. We at least got something.
2: Well, guys, hey, uh, we got Slick Rick on today. And, uh, you know, Slick is always giving us all the questions of the week and all kinds of stuff.
3: He's always interacting with us online and... Um, he, we've answered lots of his questions and things of that nature. And before we left, we said we would touch base with him and get to know him a little. And I think we did get to know a little more about him um, today when we talked to him on the phone. So,
2: Yeah, for sure. It was pretty cool. Uh, something that uh, I didn't under, I didn't realize that Slick Rick's right here in, uh,
3: Oklahoma City. in Oklahoma City. I'm pretty sure I've told you that about 45 times. Yeah, but, but I don't listen. That's right. I, that's on record. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, all right, guys. Let's go... Um, Let's go to commercial break and come back and see what Rick's got to
0: say. Outlaw Racing Wings is a proud supporter of the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. Outlaw Racing Wings build wings for sprint cars, micro and junior sprints, as well as for all types of wing karting. Champion drivers like Christopher Bell, Wayne Johnson, and Brad Sweet all trust Outlaw Racing Wings for the extra speed needed in today's open wheel racing. Visit OutlawWings.com or the Outlaw Racing Wings page on Facebook and Twitter. Choose the wings the champions choose. Choose Alba. Okay,
4: guys, we got Slick Rick on the line. Rick, we got you? Yes, sir. Hey, uh, thanks for being on. Uh, You know, it's pretty cool that we finally got to uh, get one of the podcast listeners on and and just a little bit of chat I had with you there before where you, uh, you know, you're a little bit involved in racing there. And and, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your background of of racing and and, uh, whatever else
5: you want to throw in there? All right, well, uh pretty much I grew up as a fan, really, uh, up in North Dakota, up at the Williston Basin Speedway as a kid, and then grew up also to my senior, or my senior high school um, at Black Hill Speedway, and then just pretty much moved down to Texarkana, became a fan of 67 Speedway, and then I-30, and Boot Hill, and Lone Star, and pretty much it's been a, I've always been a fan. Um, I got two brothers in North Dakota that actually race IMCA stock cars, and actually my one brother works for Octane Inc., so... We kind of still are in the whole racing scene and I kind of live vicariously through my, my little brother. So,
4: well, that's cool. So how does one so, from, uh, Black Hills area or whatever end up in Oklahoma City?
5: Um, actually it was, I just kind of got out of South Dakota, moved down to Texarkana and then, uh, joined the Air Force Reserve and took a full-time job up here at, uh, up at Tinker. And that's kind of where it led me.
4: All right, you stayed away from COVID, haven't you?
5: Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> well, I knew
4: the base had some issues there for a little while. That's why I was asked.
5: They had a pretty good outbreak.
4: Did they? Yeah, that's what yeah. I'd heard, yeah. I got some friends that work out there, and they kind of told me what was going on. I actually had a couple of them that were off work
5: for a while. So, Well, oh, one,
4: okay. moves, <laughs> one that moved from South Dakota to Tetracana. Uh I don't know how long ago uh, that was uh, or whatever.
5: Uh, that was actually back in uh, 2008, so uh, just pretty much moved down there just to – My mom and actually stepdad, they moved back to Texarkana, so I figured it was a great opportunity to go someplace a little bit warmer.
4: (laughs) I understand. I lived in Iowa for 14 years, so I
5: completely understand.
4: Uh, Did you ever go to state line there in Texarkana?
5: No, I didn't, unfortunately. I wish I would have. Um, I heard a lot of great stories about it. My stepdad and uh, the Lishman family used to race there. So I got some pictures, but I heard lots of great things about it.
4: Well, we raced there quite a bit back in the day, but to be honest, I've never won a race there, so I don't really, you know, I don't, uh, I just, a lot of good stories there, uh, I got I got a really good story i tell you real quick about. We were racing the mm-hmm. show there, and me and Terry Gray were racing for the points championship, and during the feature, the red comes out, because a deer come out of the woods and walked up on the back straightaway during the race, and it was a buck, <laughs> it was a big old buck with antlers and everything, and. So that was kind of a crazy thing that I remember about Texarkana. But then the next year we went there and, uh, Terry Gray's dad come up on, come up, come up on his four-wheeler to back of my trailer and he had a ball cap on. He had sticks sticking up out of the, out of the back of his hat. And he said, cause I was leading the race that night, actually, and then I got beat. But, uh, he said he, he'd come down to the trailer for the races with those sticks sticking out of the back of his hat. And he said if, if, if they needed a caution tonight, he was going to walk up on the back straightaway.
5: <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs>
4: So just 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 some random Dexter can bullcrap, I guess you could say. Well, Sarah, you got anything you want to ask? Go slick Rick here. He's kind of the part of it. I mean heck he is the podcast, I think. He we we use your questions a lot, Rick, and and I appreciate you uh sending those in because there's a lot of good ones.
1: No, I really appreciate yeah. your interaction with us. Um it makes a big difference the people like you that interact with us and I just think it's fun to uh, Wayne gave you a nickname right off the bat, and so I feel like you're a, a part of this in that way.
5: <laughs> yeah, it was actually funny because actually I was running when I heard that podcast, and I almost tripped while I was running because I almost I was laughing as soon as he said okay, so that. Okay, so you're a runner and, too. Yeah,
1: you run. Yep.
5: Okay, good. Yeah. So actually, all my questions actually come from when I'm running. So. Oh,
1: that's awesome. So Do I'll, you ever run any races?
5: Yeah. Um. Do. You, well, I guess we used to, but. Uh,
1: yeah, um, yeah, actually,
5: um, um, actually, I was just up in New York here. What was it? I got back last Monday. Um, I actually did a 5K at Fort Niagara up there on the 19th. So, um, other than that, this year, you know, of course, with COVID, it was kind of, yeah. afraid we prayed we could have I a race, knew I but. You. <laughs> okay, yeah, I've
1: ran a million races and I don't know if you, I don't know how you would know this, but my sister is the current Oklahoma record holder for the marathon. She's the fastest woman in Oklahoma. So we've got running in our family. Uh, we enjoy running, and so that's kind of cool that you like to run. See, we learned something new about our friends.
5: Yeah, and actually, that was yeah, that was at the memorial last year. I, cause I remembered, uh, I remember her getting that time and everything because she wasn't too far behind me, <laughs> and I did the Holy half marathon. <laughs>
1: okay. So you're speedy too, on top of it. Okay, well maybe we've crossed paths.
4: He did. He just said he did the half. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and she did the four. Well, and she was just behind. Okay,
1: me. well, so I was right there with you then because. <laughs> My goal when she ran that was to run the half fast enough to get done for her, to see her finish (laughs) the full. So she's super
4: speedy. Well, Rick, I was at the finish line just watching.
1: Yeah. He he doesn't participate, but he watches.
4: I go to the gym and run, but I can't run outside ever since my leg injury. Uh, Last year, this time, New Year's Eve.
1: We did a 5K. I did a
4: 5 the downtown uh, 5K New Year's Eve. And it just about killed me. So uh
1: Maybe that's what screwed up 2020. Might have been. Yeah, it's all your fault. Probably. You need to go <laughs> run tomorrow the next day and re- reset everything.
5: Yeah. Hey, I, w- I wish we were doing that run again.
1: Yeah, I enjoy that New Year's Eve run. I hate that it got canceled. Well, it's virtual, but I don't do virtual races. I'm not for that.
5: <laughs> yeah, I don't either. <laughs> I need
1: some
4: accountability. Did you ever get to go to any of the races at Oklahoma City at State Fair Speedway before they closed? I can't remember what year they closed exactly, so.
5: Unfortunately, no. Um, I've, of course, again, lived vicariously through pictures and Facebook posts of it. It looked like it was an awesome place.
4: Yeah, it definitely was. You know, big covered grandstand, big half mile, quarter mile. You know, that's where I grew up racing and, and it just sucks that it's gone, but you know, it's not the only one. There's a lot of those places going away. Uh, you know, for apartment complexes and you know people bitching about the noise and this and that and the other, but no it was a great facility uh where I got my you know I cut my teeth racing and
5: I really missed going there, but you know being new to Oklahoma city i didn't know if you' would made ever had made it out there, yeah, I wish I was uh i you know again, like I said, it was a lot of good videos and pictures i've seen, and you know it was it was kind of one of those tracks I was in Tex that I really wanted to go to and never had the opportunity to come up here and and when I finally move here it's gone. So
4: I got a question. You said one of your whether your younger brother works for Octane with with uh, the Octane Inc.
5: team? Yes.
4: Yep. So um, what's your he brother? actually
5: he does all of the uh uh Blaine Durward.
4: Oh okay. I so he
5: designs okay. all the pretty much all the dirt cars and um he actually did uh, Chase Elliott and Chase Briscoe's uh uh chili ride midget this year.
4: Oh okay, awesome, awesome. Well, just never you just never know like I said, I know those guys you know that, that that run there and know a couple of guys that work on the team, but I wasn't sure if he worked on the team or what he did there so
1: Rick, I got a question for you of the tracks that you have visited, what's your favorite
5: oh man, um I don't know if I could go by an individual one, maybe by different classes. I think would be probably the easier thing um I know red did Der- an awesome job with their program and just, I like the way they run it completely, honestly. That might be probably the best one. I like how they're quick, efficient. Um, you're not there all night long. You know, Cody pretty much right. runs a tight ship and ready to go. So. Well, Cody
4: does an awesome job, you know. And did you get to go to the all-star race there?
5: I sure did. And, uh, unfortunately I sat in the new bleachers they put in. So that cushion coming off of turn four, I was too busy ducking and covering the whole time. <laughs>
4: Well, I tell you what, Cody was really apprehensive about having that show, and I talked to him for many hours about it, and I was like, dude, do it, just do it. Uh, You know, Oklahoma is just dying for, you know, to have a national race of some sort like that, and it just sucks that they're not coming back this year, and he's begging for an outlaw show, but the outlaws are just, you know, I don't know. They're just not giving him the time of the day, and I don't understand why, because – that produced one hell of a race and uh you were there, I wasn't there but I seen video and, and talked to some people and I guess uh you couldn't have poured another person in the in the in the area.
5: Pretty much, yeah. Um I mean there was very few seats and if they were they were probably during the feature and everyone might went up to the concession stand only to get a better view but um I and mean, I watched it again on YouTube as well and it was I mean, it, it was an awesome race and I, you know, Facebook posts left and right about
4: how awesome of a race it was.
5: You know, I wish they would come back too. That'd be great.
4: Yeah. They're, they're not on the schedule and I know he's begging. So, uh, for an outlaw show or something. So hopefully if maybe we don't go to California at the outlaws, cause I don't see us going to California, but if those races do get canceled here after the first year, hopefully, uh, they'll step up and let Cody have a race. That'd be totally awesome. That would be cool. But hey, I want to, yeah, I want to give you an invite since now that I know you're in Oklahoma City, at some point here in the near future, before season starts early February...
1: You've got like four weeks. <laughs> you uh,
4: you know, I'm going to give you an invitation to come by the shop and check it out. It's nothing special. It's not a NASCAR shop. I just work out of a shop here at my house. But uh, uh would like for you to come out and meet you and, and
5: uh, you know, kind of show you around a little bit. Yes, sir. I'll definitely take that invitation. <laughs> okay. If
1: you're real lucky, our new merch will be in because I know we're trying to get it in with the Chili Bowl shipment. So... Maybe you could be the first to get a new piece of merchandise from
4: us. Yep. I'll get Sarah to give you, uh, send you our address and everything and, and, uh, my number and we'll just, you know, whenever you get a minute.
5: Yeah, I would definitely enjoy that. Thank you. Appreciate it.
4: Well, no problem. Hey, <laughs> want to thank you again for coming on, sharing a little bit about yourself. Uh, oh, I got one more question. I always do that. think of something right before I get ready to, <laughs> I got to know, has anybody ever, ever called you slick Rick before?
5: I don't think so. Um,
4: well, Not yeah, that I do can recollect,
5: gonna... no. Yeah. But it sucked, did <laughs> well,
1: And the problem with of it... you is you get whatever he gives you. So we had a Slippy, and then we got Slick Rick. He's got a Chirpy. You get whatever name he gets you, and, and then it sticks. So forevermore,
4: you're Slick Rick around here. <laughs>
5: <laughs> hey, I'm fine with that because actually my wife did got a chuckle at that the other night when I told her about this.
4: Also, awesome. maybe you, you can bring your wife. Actually, come too if you'd like, and, and and check it all out. So, yeah, slick Rick. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for being such a great, great, supporter. great supporter of, of the podcast. You know, I say this all the time. This is Sarah's deal, but seems like I end up
5: with more work lately.
1: That is so false, <laughs> <laughs> Rick. Who was one to set this up? Me, not you. <laughs> uh,
5: I'm not going to get in the middle of this one. Well,
4: thank you for being on, man. Like I say, and we appreciate everything you do and, and, and keep those questions coming. And, and uh, hopefully maybe here in a few months, maybe we'll catch back up with you and check in and see what's happening.
5: Awesome. Sounds good. Thanks again for having me on and look forward to uh, every Wednesday. Yeah, thank you very much. Appreciate
0: it. Highside Racewear has grown to become a major brand in racing apparel. Whether you're looking for high-quality custom NOMAX race suits or embroidered hats, Highside Racewear has everything your team needs for safety and success. Highside Racewear offers custom race suits, gloves, shoes, dye sublimated team apparel, and top quality embroidered hats, jackets, and shirts. Before you buy from anyone else, check out the Highside Racewear Facebook page or email highsideraceware at gmail.com for more information. Hey guys, we're
2: back. Man, Slick, um, I can't believe that he was from South Dakota and then Texarkana. You know, I don't. I don't know. It's kind of weird to me. People move that much, but
3: it says the guy that's been in Oklahoma and Iowa and back.
2: Well, that's not moving a lot. Well, I've only lived two places in my I've lifetime.
3: I've only lived in one state in my lifetime,
2: so well, you and that's not that strange. You don't get out much, but anyway, well, now it's just it's cool to know that you know some of the places he to
3: run, like, some of the
2: places he's been, and that kind of cool. That's all good stuff, and you know the Black Hills. Uh, we enjoy going there. Uh, Sturgis, we always. On our West Coast trips, we always stop in Sturgis for a couple of days and camp there. And it's not when the rally's going on, but it's still cool to, to hang out there. And DJ Brink, my buddy, uh, you know, he lives right there in town. So uh, he don't have a bike shop anymore. I'm not really sure what he's doing anymore, but uh, got you know, that's, that's somebody I need to catch up with.
3: You're always thinking of people to catch up with, but yeah.
2: Well, it's been a while. I hadn't been to Sturgis in the last couple of years, so.
3: I don't know that I've I've ever been there.
2: We don't, let, we don't let you go to the fun places.
3: That's right. Haven't been to Vegas. Haven't been to Sturgis. <laughs> you, I, wait, I'm on to you now.
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> you
3: keep me from the fun places. Okay. Well, what
2: do you got going on this week? Any fun stuff? Any good stuff? By the way, I want to say, you know, we took a little hiatus. Uh, what would you do? A couple episodes?
3: Yeah, we kind of bulk loaded them for December. So.
2: so we took a little bit of time off. We kind of recorded all those uh, in one day and just kind of whipped them out kind of cool to be back in and getting to talk about some stuff that's happening like right now. So it's cool.
3: Yeah, and as I was planning out the next quarter for the podcast, it was sure nice to be able to write in there update weeks because the weeks that you race, it's much easier to piece together something than um this off season when we're just grasping for things to discuss, but I'm looking forward to the season starting, getting those weekly updates and what's going on there.
2: Me too, I'm just ready to get back to work.
3: I think that's all you're doing right now is working.
2: Well, I at racing work. Right. The shop is a lot of time. And I enjoy the shop. You know, uh, I work. I like working out there. And, and uh, you know, you know, I love the driving part, but also loving the, I also love the part that when you're successful, it, it just makes you feel better with what you've done, accomplished in the shop, you know, because races are one in the shop and something we've missed, oh, you know, this year with some car stuff and this, that, and the other, and, and uh, I've just been a little more hands-on than in the past, and been enjoying it.
3: Good. So I have a question of the week for you. Jim from Fort Worth. Do you know a Jim in Fort Worth?
2: Oh, brother, here we go. There's a lot of gyms in Fort Worth, I'm sure.
3: Well, I'm just checking. You seem to know everybody. He asked, how do you choose between different race components manufacturers? Does it always come down to cost, or are there other factors in play? For instance, would you have run what you deem lesser quality products due to sponsorship?
2: Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, you know, Todd and Kelly give me the opportunity to purchase exactly what we need and the best products we can. Uh, we do have, you know, product sponsors that I've had throughout the years that we've just stuck with. And But uh, I don't think, if I didn't think it was the best product, that we would use it. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff, you know, out there. And <clears throat> I don't know if there's, I could, would say that one's more superior than the other, you know. I really don't think I would. I I think uh, you just
3: buy the best of what you think. I think you try.
2: I I think you try to do the best you can of having the best parts, reliability, and you know. I think that our team has been pretty. You know, I've done this a long time, so I think we've done pretty well of weeding out the stuff that does work and doesn't work and that kind of thing. But
3: well, not to like jinx us, but you're pretty good about avoiding parts failure for reasons such as like maintenance and things of that nature and plus you have the best that there is Um, well we
2: you know we when parts fail you know we've had stuff fail in the past and you just learn from those mistakes and and uh you know try to use a better product or uh you know change the way you do those things and and uh, maintenance more or this that and the other which at this level we maintenance all the time that's all we do so you just check for wear and and uh you know I I'm, I'm still uh just learn every week you know just like everyone else but we we definitely I mean we you know I'm sure there's stuff that costs more that we don't run but I don't know that it's any better just cuz it costs more right you know one thing that uh that I could touch on is you know there's a and I, don't, I ain't gonna bring up names or anything but there's some a, a company that's building very expensive drive shafts right now
3: Mm
2: -hmm. and when i say expensive you know we're talking 15 to two thousand dollar drive shafts and
3: what's a typical drive shaft
2: well (laughs) i'm still on the old school stuff just because it's reliable for me and i think uh, that we've tried some of that other stuff and we've had some problems and this that and the other but uh my drive shafts cost less than a hundred dollars So So
3: the ones that cost in the thousands, are they lighter or what, what makes them superior?
2: Well, you know, there's, you know, I tried, uh, some of the stuff that's out there and it's big tube and the harmonics and this, that, and the other. And there's just a lot of variables and all that stuff. But, uh, went back to the old standard old stuff. I mean, I don't even run a ball spline and, uh, just have no issues with it. And I always had so much other issues with the other stuff. So we just went back to what has worked for years. And uh, I feel like it's it's just as good, actually. Are
3: you aware of other teams that still run what you run?
2: Yeah. Yeah, there's a So few. it's
3: common, like, or... Yeah,
2: there's a few guys that still run the old you know, internal coupler uh, dry shafts and stuff. Uh, no ball spline. I tried the ball spline for some years and just had some issues breaking new joints and this, that, and the other. And just learned a lot. But anyway, long story short, there is parts that cost a lot more we run just what we've always you know just what we've learned that works best for us
3: right okay well that's a good question jim we appreciate it um i think that was a good answer too i appreciated that
2: well i hope so like i say i hope i touched on enough there that but it's not always about money but it's uh for the most part 99% of the time you know best parts do cost more money but okay. not on everything
3: Okay I have two questions of the week for you okay first one would you rather ten days straight racing or ten days vacation
2: easily ten days racing
3: knew you would say that
2: <laughs> it's
3: less work racing yes yeah, it's less work than vacation
2: it's less stress than vacation just vacation is well You're just strange you know what you know world. what somebody told me in Mexico we were there mm-hmm you go on vacation to realize how much home...
3: To, to go back home. To yeah. go back home. So I will say I'm very happy to be back home.
2: We, My, won't, we will never go again for 10 days.
3: I feel like being cooped up in the house for 2020, you feel like, I just want to go. I just want to be gone somewhere for a long time. I'm so used to being cooped up in the house, I don't want to be gone very long anymore. I like being cuddled up right here.
2: Well, just 10 days was a long time. You can do a lot and went deep sea fish and did a lot of things, but... At the end of the day, five, six, seven days max.
3: Yeah. Well, we learned the lesson. The hard lesson to learn, I guess. <laughs> okay. The second question I have is, do you have a New Year's resolution?
2: A New Year's re- I haven't really thought about it.
3: Well, it's almost New Year's.
2: Well, it's not New Year's yet, so well, I, got, I still got time to think about it.
3: Do you want to think on it for next week?
2: I thought if you tell someone your resolution, then it won't come true.
3: That's a win. <laughs> Sure.
2: Oh, that's a wish. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my, no. news re, my New Year's resolution is, is not to suck next year. How about that?
3: That's a great one. I like that you thought that you couldn't tell people. that's <laughs> People are like, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to do this. And you're like, you can't tell people. Okay. You hit on this earlier, but we did get our 100 reviews. I want to thank everybody for helping us with that. And like you said earlier, the Facebook Live today, Wednesday at noon, We will draw a name for the 2020 crew shirt for all of those who went in and left a review and let me know. Put your name in the hat. I got those all cut out and put in there today. So we're actually at 106 reviews right now. So that just makes me so happy.
2: Thanks, guys. Now to be, can't wait to get to 200
3: reviews. (laughs) I'll leave you alone for a while. But in the meantime, I will read a review real quick. We have one from Stu Parnell, 73. He said, True Sprint Car Podcast. Love this podcast. They give you such a good behind-the-scenes look into sprint car racing, life on the road, and issues that they encounter with the car. I really like that they have guests on that aren't necessarily the superstars of the sport, but guys that are grinding in the sport. Not afraid to be honest and humble, which is great. Stu, thanks for the review. And tune in today at noon to see if... uh, We pull your name. Don't forget, you can call and leave us a question of the week or text us at 405-362-0620. You can follow along on social media, Wayne Johnson Racing, on Facebook and Instagram. You can email us at waynejohnsonracing at yahoo.com. I think that's all.
2: Okay. Okay, guys. Well, till next week, keep listening.
0: This has been the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. We thank you for joining us and ask you to tune in every Wednesday for a new episode. Until then, we'll see you at the tracks.